Empire. Triple Play Fantasy's football show with D. Mindy, Brastadamus, Doc, and Johnny Foosball starts now. Boom! There we are. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome into another episode of the Triple Fantasy Football Show. We are now a proud member of Empire Media and the Empire Media Podcast Network. D-Mendy here, joined as always by Johnny Foosball, John Van Etten. John, it looks like the uh, brick green screen from your shirt is gone. I don't know if I like it or not. Let's see. Nope. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> you rocked it all last week. I couldn't keep it up, but it's, it's all good. It's all good. Also joined by the guy that seems to make babies cry. It's the doc, Eric Mendelson. What's going on? Where does that come from? I don't know. It just I felt like it was something that applied to you. I don't know if it makes sense or not, but thanks, man. I guess that's a compliment. Yeah. Uh, and then also the handsome fellow at the top of the screen. You know him. He is the Bradster Damas, aka the guy that wakes up at 4 a.m. every day to bring you the world of movies. How's it going? Can't complain, man. I want I want Aaron Rodgers on Washington by the end of the business day. <laughs> that that's a lofty <laughs> expectation. We'll we'll see what happens, but um. Fellas, we got a special guest that if, if you couldn't see at the bottom of the screen here, I got to introduce him the proper way. We welcome in a man that can narrate a AWS cloud commercial better than anyone in the game. The co-host of the Fantasy Footballers and the Spitballers podcast, this Dungeons and Dragons god is the guy with the mohawk, the beard, the tats, and that takes that can't be questioned. Do you call? Did you call for a fantasy hitman? Because we got someone here who's going to assassinate the competition in Mike, the fancy hitman. Right. What's going on, man? Whoa, I mean, we got to pump the brakes on that intro. It's a little, that's a little too fluff squad over there, but I'll take it. Uh, thanks. What's up, guys? Uh, I appreciate the invite. Jumping on here. Whatever it is we're going to do. But, man, before we get into it, y'all put your, your graphics team into overtime with the 30 countdown? I, yeah, <laughs> you thought you thought we were gonna give you fifteen. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't. You could, you didn't get to ten and be like, "I think we could call here." He's like, "Nope, nope, we're going thirty all the way down, uniquely animated." That's right. Make the people wait. I'm glad right. somebody said it because it does make me laugh every time that David starts all the way at thirty seconds. <laughs> you know, the thirty seconds allows me to get my script up. It allows me to get settled in. For you no, no, guys, no, you no, can no. settle don't, in. Don't, but... tell, don't tell anybody the secret sauce. Just just yeah, let it stay thirty. Because you can't. David, we don't do have a before. script. Yeah, right. I like you. Like I I wait until the final thirty seconds before the show. That's when I actually get ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the hour before, who knows? Who knows what I'm doing? Not it's like submitting a term paper back in college. You got to wait until it's 1159 <laughs> yeah. and then <laughs> you get your best Dave, ideas. Dave does his best work under pressure. He's 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 got the clutch gene, so we just got to let, him, oh, gotta let him do it in 30. <laughs> David, oh let's, try to, let's try to get it down to 25 next week, okay? Let's <laughs> see what I can do. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling like Steve Nash right now. I'm feeling clutch since he called me. We were talking Phoenix Suns before the oh, show. Well, if you're pandering. Steve Nash, you don't need 30 seconds, bro. <laughs> Mm. 24 seconds. That would actually be a, a violation. I, I would, yeah, I would need like eight <laughs> seconds to set up a play. 
Well, so, what was the, what was the book? It was like thirteen seconds or less. I, can't I think it was. Yeah, 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 something like that. So that's, maybe twelve. That's, maybe twelve. Twelve seconds. Okay. That's the yeah, movie that starring Aziz Ansari and Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, this oh, isn't the movie, this isn't the movie okay. time. We already do I that with seen Adam that one, Rankin. Actually. Up. We do that with Adam Rankin up. So we'll actually talk something different a little bit today. Uh, we're pumped to have Mike on the show. Obviously, I think most of the people and their moms know who Mike Wright is. Uh, oh, the he- moms, especially the moms. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> what? But uh, I, I got to first ask right off the bat, how badass was it to have Aaron Rodgers acknowledge you in that commercial? Oh, my goodness, man. Uh, that was uh, really, really, really wild. So they sent me the that like that off take, you know, uh, through before the commercial aired there was like and they said like oh check this out and like it had like a wink emoji or something and i watched <laughs> it i so you know i watched the whole thing i'm like what's going on here and they kept my uh well because I, I something something super toy and which was just like it was absurd when i recorded it and it was felt so stupid but like but i'm like that's funny i don't know if they'll keep that or not and they ended up using that i thought that's what all the the whole blue was what they were like acknowledging that my line made it in and I go go on about it. I'm like, ah, I'm going to watch it again. Then I actually like heard what he said at the end. And I, <laughs> I did. I just, I lost my crap. Uh, I am, uh, my eyes, like when I get excited, my eyes well up real, real fast. So it looks like I'm about to just weep. Uh, cause look, weeping, weeping is good for the soul, but my eyes well up and I'm like, like, ah, I'm like trying, <laughs> I'm trying to talk to my wife about, I'm like, ah, ah. Aaron, the video. Ah! So, so uh, it, yes. That maybe, was very, maybe, very crazy. Maybe the Packers will hire you to try to talk to him. I'm available. I'm, I'm available to talk to Aaron. We have a we have a very strong connection. Very goose frabah situation going on. If you wanted to go to Arizona, would you uh, say Kyler <laughs> no, Murray that's, go hit the curve? That's funny. We we have talked about that, and it was no. Uh, I don't think we're a team that should trade our the future for 37 year old Aaron Rodgers. There's a lot of teams. Just, Washington Washington would be amazing. It would be amazing. Thank you for saying that. The more people no, that I'm, say I'm it, all in. the better chance it comes true. I'm but all in, talking man. about it. Just just theoretically, just theoretically. Let's just say you did give up the farm and Kyler Murray. Do you think Aaron Rodgers in a Cardinals jersey as your team is currently constructed wins a championship? Uh, I think he improves our odds this year, but I think just a honestly the, what the, what I think Kyler can become uh, and which what Kyler was at the beginning of the year before he got hurt. I think it really is. I think it's only a few percentage points that Aaron Rodgers on this team having to look, do a whole new system, mesh with the team. That's true. I don't think it's. I don't think it's like changes everything for for Arizona. Uh, so th- that's why I, I wouldn't do. They're not. I, they're, I'm sure they're not even entertaining sending no, Kyler away no, no, from no. Aaron Rodgers. No way. Just, like, it's fun to, to do the mental exercise. Built, you know, got a mental sweat. What would Aaron Rodgers on Arizona look like? So I, I don't think it changes it. it. It it doesn't take us over the top. Also, my if question: If I'm any team, pay, if I'm any team training for Aaron Rodgers, I have them throw Jordan Love in too, and I give him my quarterback just to keep Aaron on his toes. <laughs> <laughs> 
My so, goodness. So we're talking about Jordan Love. I want to just really quickly talk about another quarterback, Josh Rosen. Do you, Andy, or Jason have an, a Josh Rosen jersey in your house? Oh, Jason does for sure. Jason was <laughs> – I mean, we we put that out there. We put our uh, uh, our Nest camera footage. Jason was loved Josh Rosen. And, and when it was setting up for the pick, he was – he got – you know he's on a, like the the knees on the or the I'm sorry the elbows on the knees just so <laughs> panicked and tortured inside of holy crap we could get the quarterback that I love selection is made he freaks out he is just up he's dancing he's pumping his fists and he immediately bought a Josh Rosen jersey and I'm, didn't work I'm uh I'm in the Josh Rosen isn't that bad club. Oh, really that's because you want to be hot take. What? Why? What's good about him? Yeah. What? Like why? He's got a strong arm. He's smart. He just hasn't had a chance. Like he's he's had how many snaps? How many starts? Like the dude. Here's here's my rebuttal to that. And like he got a bad beat in Arizona. Yes. The team that he was on, he it didn't matter who the quarterback was. That team sucked. I mean, yes. he was the our offensive line was at just atrocious. But you could see what they saw enough to to say what Josh Rosen can become versus what we think Kyler Murray can become. You make that happen. Oh, so where I make the rebuttal of he hasn't had his shot. He was traded to a team in Miami that needed a quarterback. They, if he couldn't prove it and earn the job there, you know, against uh, the competition that he had, then I think it's safe to say that he's a catastrophic I, first round bust when i say uh, yeah he's definitely a bust but when i say you know hasn't had a shot i mean like go to a team that is actually invested in your success for when he went to miami it was just like okay well here's your chance if you can prove it we'll keep you around they but traded a two for him so they that's did like a second round quarterback they did but i, I mean you like look at you look maybe at maybe like, he should move to tight end look at like the <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when he came out and said, I'm the best quarterback in this class and like his other arrogant remarks, everybody's they like, all oh, say we're, that. We're, we're, we're rooting for this guy. Josh Rosen. I, is I don't want a quarterback who doesn't yeah. think they're the best. I didn't mean to bring up Josh Rosen to have the whole show be a Josh Rosen. So, so right. we can let's, blew let's, it. <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on to some news and notes here. I wanted to get into, cause we have a, a, a fun show planned here. Uh, I don't have the music that you guys use for carry on Johnson. I wish I did. Oof. Uh, but how do you feel about Carryon Johnson with the Eagles? Is he, is it anything to worry about if you have any of those Eagles, other guys in their backfield to invest in? I think it's just another check mark against Miles Sanders being a three down running back. Even you look, uh, Miles Sanders. If you and I use I like PFF grading. I know that there's some people who they're not super into it. I think they do a pretty good job. Miles Sanders. I don't have the number in front of me, but he ranked as like. 148 of 153 running backs in just his receiving chops. Like it was, and if you watch the Eagles games, you go, "What is happening?" Because we thought he had the skill set. He was pretty good at it as a, a rookie, but he was, you know, because he got a few deep passes from uh, Carson Wentz back then. But he was atrocious, man. He was, it was so bad. And the fact that they spend the the fifth round pick, which is not a lot, but it's Kenneth Gainwell. You know what he's going to do. He was the, he's the best pass catcher uh, in, in this whole rookie class. He could play wide receiver if that's what they really wanted to do. 
but he's brought in for one purpose. Carrion Johnson has passing down chops. That's one of the, I mean, he's been, I think Carrion Johnson is better than what has happened to him. He's just been so hurt that mm -hmm. availability is an ability. I get it. You know, teams get frustrated and they give up on guys because they keep getting hurt. But if he were to be able to stay healthy, I think it's just, it's another check mark that the team is saying, we're not very confident that Miles Sanders is going to be the third down back. And people, I think people, not everyone, but I think the majority of people still view Miles Sanders as that potential three down stud who can be a real workhorse. And I don't view him like that anymore. Yeah. I mean, I can't say I'm too invested in taking him where he's probably going to be going in most drafts. Like, wouldn't you say he's probably going to be somewhere maybe middle of the second round ish? Like probably. probably. So like that's a high investment to pay in somebody that has five or six bodies there with him. You know, you have Kenneth Gainwell, you have Jordan Howard. You oh, have... that's vulturing touchdowns right there. Yeah, I mean. I forgot about Jordan Howard, to be honest. Jordan Howard's there. He's there. <laughs> Never uh, forget about Jordan Howard. He pops up when you don't want him to. Two games a year, you'll have Boston Scott coming in there yeah. and, and being the guy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. no, it's it's a scary backfield. Uh, I'm interested to see where he goes once ADP kind of settles in a little yeah. bit. But the other news I wanted to kind of bring up here, uh, Jawan James suffered a torn Achilles, 10 million base salaries in jeopardy. Mike, if you're the Broncos, this is a hard situation right now because uh, if you don't pay him, you probably yeah. have the players being like, you know, you guys are just, I can't even think of the word I want to use right now. Right. But like, what do you do? Uh, and th that's another situation of, I can understand the team being really mad, right? I mean, they, they bring him in with a huge investment. He plays a handful of games, gets hurt. He then opts out, which I fully respect. Like, I'm, this is this is not me judging someone from opting out where from where we were. Don't forget where we were when people were opting out. Yeah. But you're the football team, and you you went ahead with your season, and it was mostly, it not most, it was very successful. I mean, you had a couple outbreaks, but as a whole, it was very successful what they were able to do. So I'm sure that the management is pretty frustrated with the guys who decided to opt out. Then you go into this, and now he's going to miss another year. Like, as as the management of, of the team, you got to be really, really frustrated. But this whole thing of you have to be working out only on the premises? I mean, if, you, if, if the team can somehow prove, like, oh, this guy was out, he was actually snowboarding. And he tore his yeah. Achilles. He's lying to us that he's he was working out. If somehow you can prove that, okay, you have beef because they put that stuff into contracts. Like you can't ride motorcycles, you can't do dangerous. Yeah, that's stuff. what Madison Bumgarner did, right? And uh, yeah, and like Big Ben, like motorcycle crashes and stuff. But the guy is doing what he he's yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were not getting into Big Ben, uh, but he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. He yeah. is keeping in shape. For his profession, the fact that you have these strict rules that, well, if you get hurt working out on your own, like that's that's a bull crap, man. That's the NFL is a tough, tough place, and the team, the team should do the right thing and find a, a an injury settlement. Maybe it's not the full ten million, but you pay him, I don't know, half of it, and you waive him or something and then let's see if somebody else wants to handle the problem. I don't know his whole contract of how he'll hit the salary cap and all that, but they have you have to do something. 
because it is I, it's bull crap. I think they kind of have to pay him because that's like that's an easy way to start like a labor versus capital fight. Like the next right. the next you know CBA go around. Like we can't have this kind of language. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Not, too. not even that deep, but yeah, people are just going to be pissed. And the current players, he probably has a ton of buddies there. Probably. Like, oh yeah. Out, man. We'll, we'll best oh, believe yeah. this will be a topic we'll talk with Demore Smith tomorrow about. So we'll, Ooh, that, we'll, what? Yeah, we got him coming on Thursday. We're big time. Or Thursday, sorry, sorry, Thursday. Yeah, that, that's a get, man. Good for you guys. You can you Goodness. can come on with us if you want. <laughs> <laughs> good, a good, a good uh, invite there, Brad. I like it. Uh, but if you enjoy all the content we're spewing out, make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button wherever you find podcasts. If you want to hear more triple play, great news for you. We have a fantasy baseball and basketball show you can check out, available anywhere you get your podcasts. If you're enjoying the content, make sure you hook us up with a five-star rating and review. Just like Mike got hooked up with that Fireball Island set, I think I saw uh, while I was stalking. I had to, do to some hook research myself up. I had to buy that. You, you bought it yourself? Given to- yes. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't given to me. Dude, they, but it was but it's awesome. It, it's Fireball what, Island, man. What dope. is it? What is it? How how old are you? First, 20, I'm 29. <laughs> okay, that's fringe. So like when we, so I'm I mean I'm pushing 40 here pretty soon. But when we were kids, Fireball Island that. It's this huge monstrosity of a board game. So it's when you're young, like, this is cool. It's called Fireball Island. <laughs> can you make a cooler name than that for a kid? I'm, I don't think you can. And then uh, you get to drop the fireballs into the, the angry volcano who, like, tries to hit you with them and knock you off the island. I mean, it, this game is is fantastic. I, 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 I was not a sponsor, picturing, but I check it out. I was, I was picturing a cinnamon whiskey drinking game when I heard the name. Yeah, right. okay all right the only thing is the name sounds really badass but i don't it doesn't sound like it might live up to it i don't know you have yeah we we might uh we might have to cut out what you just said there i think that's a business opportunity (laughs) (laughs) oh we're throwing tons of those out here um but yeah so make sure you hook us up Obviously, all our stuff's at Triple Play Fantasy socials, websites, tripplayfantasy.com. Doc tweets all the stuff out that you don't care about. Um, but remember, like Dad always said, why spend an entire paycheck on Disney World when you can go to Chuck E. Cheese? We like to think we're the Chuck E. Cheese of podcasts. If you close your eyes and you pretend, may sound, I, I may even sound like I'm someone even better. Heck, I might even sound like Andy Holloway if you pretend long enough. Only you know the Chuck E. Cheese filed bankruptcy, right? Did they really? That's what I thought. That that. That's yeah. when. Don't compare us to a bankrupt company. <laughs> I, I thought that was a compliment. When did they file bankruptcy? You guys have to tell me these things. When, when, Charles when did... E. Cheese. <laughs> Charles when, Entertainment Cheese. Yeah. When, has anybody said, cheese yeah. when has anybody said Chuck E. Cheese is a good place to go in the last decade? Did you all see Did you all see that like trending right, thing where they may put pizzas together? Like they'll take old slices yes. and they'll just pile them next to each other. And I'll <laughs> tell you what. And I'll tell you what. That was good pizza. I remember was that was part pizza. of my childhood. It was great pizza. Even if it June was June 2020. June, oh, so it was yeah. kind of recent. Right. Right? Okay. Well, I... Yeah, just like a, a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> Changes the, okay, so we're like the yeah, day Dave of, and Buster's. That's better. I mean, they're certainly what they're what are probably two years from bankruptcy. Oh, uh, yeah, I was about <laughs> to say they're, they're, they're a self sustained economy, though, so I think they'll be okay. Like, I'm sorry, guys, I didn't realize I was calling ourselves a bankrupt, uh, <laughs> bankrupting of, of lies here. So, foreshadowing, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so anyway, check us out. We appreciate all the love that you guys can give us. 
The Let's jump. Longest plug between Fireball Island and the Chuck E. Cheese segue. Yeah, that, that, to believe it or not, that was not planned. So, <laughs> so building a brand, you guys, Mike, you guys are four time winners of the People's Choice at the Podcast Awards, the 2019 FSGA winner of the Best Fantasy Podcast, the iHeartRadio 2019 winner of the Best Sports Podcast. Tons of, other, tons of other awards that I uh, <laughs> I ain't going to get into, but I did uh, I did check that all the stuff you guys want out. It's a laundry list of here. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, Mike, the entire Twitter world is blown up with podcasts since the pandemic started. It's been like the Big Bang Theory, right? Like everybody has a podcast now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have been able. <laughs> What's so funny about that? Where are you pulling these references from? <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, oh. I'm here for all science-related jokes and references. Please continue. <laughs> yeah, they have me self-conscious now. Uh, David, that show was also over. <laughs> when it, when yeah, it was no, on. He, wait, were you referencing the show or the or the the actual stuff? Uh, he's probably the written, what, what, Which which Not one will you uh, which one will you give me more compliments for? The show sucks, boss man. I was <laughs> referencing <laughs> the show. <laughs> I was referencing the the, the actual universe. science event. Yeah. No, you weren't. No, you yeah. Because the universe would make more sense. You pick the show because it doesn't make sense. Uh, you'll, you'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. Uh, so, with everything exploding like the universe did in the beginning here, uh, there you go. That's good, Mike. You, you got to walk everybody that's that's tuning in and us. We're we're building a brand, trying to build the brand. Uh, how do you guys go about it? We got we just have some questions we want to ask you because you guys are kind of at the point where I think a lot of people are trying to get to in the fantasy industry. So first question I want to start off with is I know you guys started in the tech gaming world before the Mm -hmm. FF ballers, right? Uh, Yep. How did the idea come about? And then what made you guys decide to finally just be like, you know what? Like I don't usually don't curse on the pod. I'll be like, you know, fuck it. You guys were going all in. Let's do it. What, what what was it? What happened? So uh, there's definitely a few steps between the, the company and that that decision uh where we where we went all in uh but so the the background is jason owned a a tech company we made facebook games ios games Andy was i think the coo uh he was just like a jack of all trades i mean he he did so much stuff for the business he was all over from photoshop to management to be just just crazy uh and i did the audio i did the 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 soundtracks, the the sound effects, you know, and, and some other stuff as well. Uh, but so kind of the genesis of the idea was the first off, our we have our League of Record, which we reference on the show uh, a little bit, and we wanted to take it up a notch because that's what the, that league is all about. Just like real, we're all really really passionate about wanting to win that league. It's our everyone's favorite league. Which I've, I've now, I'm the only person who's ever won the championship three times. Just one of those Nice subtle brag. Uh, and so one year, Andy and I are like, well, let's do a podcast. Once a week on lunch, we'll do a podcast just about the league where we will review people's trades. We'll talk just, it, it really just turned into us talking garbage about, about everybody else's team. <laughs> kind of what fantasy football is, you know, a big part of it. You know, highlight if someone made a real smart move or a or a bad move, and it just it was a it was really fun. <laughs> like it was just once a week, cut loose and just mock your friends and know that they're going to listen to it 
and but they're going to have a good time and it's just enhancing the league taking it up to the next you know an, another level so eventually um we the company is kind of you, you can read the tea leaves that people better start getting resumes <laughs> figured out cuz it's we don't know when it's coming but it's coming and it was all we did in the office, really, I mean, we, we would do our jobs sometimes, but fantasy football was the life of the office because a lot of the other guys in the league uh, worked with us too. So we we would talk shop all the time and it eventually turned into, okay, if you could do whatever you wanted to do, and working in fantasy football sounds pretty freaking cool, and how do you make that happen? We said, well, we're already doing this podcast. What if we tried to make a podcast forward-facing? We're making a, a public one, you know, where we're actually going after it, seeing if people listen to our advice. And it was just Andy and I, and we and we were making some episodes, and it was just, oh, it was so bad. We were, we sucked. We were, we were <laughs> awful. And eventually, and Jason was listening to it, because Jason loved the, the, the league podcast, and he's what was talking to us he's like guys you just the fun is not there somehow along the way when we went to the real the quote real show we got nervous we felt like we had to present ourselves in a certain way we had to be network tv you had to be espn that's the only way you can go about it you were and making, it ruined it you were making big you were making big bang references chuck e cheese references <laughs> all that stuff all those mistakes yeah. yes yes huge mistakes and we were just, we were so reserved. We weren't being ourselves. Our personality was completely masked and hidden away. Eventually, we we start getting better. We start improving. And I mean, no one's listening to the show, but we start improving. And then everything explodes with the business. And everyone, it is time now. Everyone has to find a job. And we say, hey, while we're while we're trying to, everyone's trying to find their job. What if we? kind of do this on the side the footballers podcast let's bring jason in let's bring that third voice i mean he's jason's the funniest guy i know and he'll give good advice so he'll really improve the podcast so we bring him in and then we make this decision uh well, let's start in the off season because you know the best time to start talking about fantasy football whatever it was seven years ago is right after the super bowl because the, but <laughs> but we were insane and we that's we were making the show that we wish somebody else would make because we we hate you know uh uh like Sirius XM, as soon as football is done, at least maybe it might be different now, but it, it at the time when football was done, now they're on to baseball content, and I would uh, I'd rather put a needle in my eye than listen to fantasy baseball talk. No offense, <laughs> ouch, ouch. Yeah, I was gonna no, say you won't you won't listen to our baseball ones. I take it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I actually like baseball, but but I wanted to, I just wanted to hear about football. That was my passion. And so we decided, okay, let's go for it. June comes around and listeners start coming in. And we're having a, a very good response from people. And the show is growing and, and it starts snowballing. And we're going, okay, what do we do with this now? And we made the decision in, I think, June of saying, okay, guys, if this is going to work, and we think it can with the, with the listenership that's coming in. We think we can make it work. Once August hits, we have to do five shows a week. If you want 
to be the like business business if we're going to compete with ESPN we're going to compete with CBS we have to be five days a week so we committed to it we made that work I and the business was I mean it took forever for any sort of money to actually come in from the uh from the podcast I remember getting our first our first sponsor ever was we did a, a read for audible which is pretty common on podcasts but we do our read and i think it was worth like two hundred dollars or something and it was we're like guys we just made two hundred dollars in 60 seconds i mean that's not actually true because there's months and months and months of work <laughs> but it felt it was this weird feeling of like i just read something for 60 seconds and advertised this service and i'm gonna make two hundred dollars this is awesome uh but somehow some way we all made it we kept the business going along we figured out how to buy months at a time how to to keep people paying their mortgage so everyone everyone's family could keep eating and our spouses didn't turn on us and and then and then we just now and now we're here and now we're here to live life is good man can't complain it's uh like manscape now like everybody has oh, manscape yeah. <laughs> you're darn right we do no free ads. No free ads. We're not a manscaped pod. We we used to be. We used to be. Uh, but uh, okay. So that then leads into the the next question I had. Getting to that point, obviously, you guys had to learn how to market yourselves to be able to kind of get yourself out there for more listeners to be able to find you guys. How did you guys go about making sure you guys could stand out and market yourselves to people that were way outside your circle? Uh, so social media was huge for us, uh, especially Twitter and. I mean, I'll, I'll throw out, I mean, I, I love, you know, t- talking the story, giving the advice, but uh, you have to respect and highlight the fact we were very lucky, man. We were uh, right place, right time. Because when we, when we launched our podcast, there were some other fantasy shows, but it was really, it was ESPN, CBS, uh, Audible was around back then. Uh, I think like the fantasy football guys and, but this, the, the podcast space of fantasy football was, did not look anything like it does now. And podcasting was just about to hit its, a, a real, uh, hockey stick growth curve. And, and, and like, meanwhile, I'm just highlighting the fantasy football podcasts weren't, uh, all over the place. Cause the writing on the web was. Everybody had a blog. Everyone was doing rankings. And so doing the podcast was kind of a way to separate ourselves in a market that we felt like there was an entry point. And we hit that at, right at the time that podcast was growing. So the while I'm giving what I think are good tips and advice, we, were in, we found a magical sweet spot right on the bat. Yeah, yeah, just right place, right time. And luck is a big part of life, man, whether we want to admit it or not. So, Mike, you had mentioned that 200 revenue you made is kind of like a holy crap. We got, you know, 200 bucks for reading this for 60 seconds, even though it was right. you know months in, in the making. Um, but prior to that, w- did you give yourself certain benchmarks to hit, you know, number of listens, social media followers, am- amount of interaction as kind of benchmarks to success? Uh, no, success was was everyone can was mortgages that was uh, that was the success point was okay next uh next month will we have enough revenue coming in to make sure that everyone can make their mortgage payment on time while still paying all the other bills that we have and making sure that 
we have all we all have groceries and things like that. So that was the that that was the bench the benchmark. You know the uh, I, I, don't, I don't I've never never really thought of you know how many down setting setting the success trying to trying to compose my words here of how I want to word it of I think a lot of why we are where we are uh the, where the fantasy footballers one the three of us all were in the exact same stage of life we all had three kids like we're all within a two-year age gap so I mean we we're all on the same course right we already have one of us isn't very young like hungry for social media fame one of us isn't trying to retire and save up the money for that you're like we're all on the exact same part of the journey which is very fortunate and none, i don't think any of us ever set a once we're at listener this listenership we're successful once i have this many follows we are successful mm-hmm. uh, that's that's just not who we are it's i it's fun. It's super cool. I'm not going to like when I hit a hundred thousand followers on Twitter, that was like very, very cool. And, and it felt awesome. When I, when I finally got verified on Twitter, I don't know if you guys <laughs> followed that whole thing. Uh, but some, somehow the other two got verified and I had to wait like a year and <laughs> really, uh, Oh yeah. It was, it became this whole stick on the show where they would check in to see if I was verified. And it was, it was a disaster. <laughs> uh, and so those things definitely were meaningful and and fun, but that never set the standard of are we a success right now? To to the best you can remember, it's a difficult question because it was a while ago. But you know, what were the milestones when you were working on the pod from being a complete startup to when you first got that two hundred dollars? Uh, so the, the $200 was from, uh, our, our, our podcast host. They had a, a, you, I can't, I think it was like, you have to get, be averaging a thousand listens or something a show. And then you can opt into their advertising section and then you split some revenue and the, the, the moment where, so there's, then there, uh, eventually became companies like who we worked with for uh, for a very long time. Their name is Midroll, and they're like an advertiser broker. And we, uh, we 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 thought we were a little cooler than we were, and we reached out to them, and be like, you know, we're we're pulling in like ten thousand listens an episode. I think you guys might want to pick us up. They're like, yeah, that's really nice. Uh, how about you reach out to us when you're like closer to you know like hundred thousand a show and we're like oh okay <laughs> okay thanks thanks for that but we kept in contact with them we were you know, not a, not overly aggressive but just persistent and we kept reaching out to them as the show was growing and one, once we kind of had a, a contract with them that was a security uh financial security that that, that was brand new for the show uh, it wasn't everything. I mean, we still had we had to take some really really bad deals in the in the very beginning because of uh, just the way that finances work in podcasting. Uh, but that was when we signed that con that first contract with Mineral. That was a really big deal for the business of like we're we will we need to keep scratching and fighting and for everything we can. But this is going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do so, you think? Oh my bad, ahead, Dave. Go ahead. 
I was just going to say one thing that I think people don't realize, one of the slogans you guys have it on your site is you guys are highly accurate, highly entertaining, and of high production quality. Oh, yeah, that's our Triforce, man. Our Triforce yeah, of power. Yeah, and, and I don't think – I think uh, it goes without saying the first two, of course, but I think a lot of times people sleep on the last part of it, right? The last part about how yep. important the production quality is because that can separate you. Someone's listening for the first time. You don't sound good. They're not too <laughs> – or they have, they have bricks on their shirt. Uh, or a 30-second countdown clock. Or That's good production <laughs> quality. Or comparing our, ourselves to a bankrupt company. Yeah, so outside of my errors, what are what, how important is the production quality for people that might not be investing in mics or, or taking it as seriously as they should? Oh, it's it's massive. Um, and that was uh, so I'll, I'll try to bounce back to this. But another thing that I th I think really helped us be successful. Well, number one, I mean, Jason, who was my former boss, and Andy, they had grown a business from essentially a startup to i mean this in its heyday that company was very successful uh and they were they're business minded they already think that way i'm not a i'm not a businessy guy um so i was kind of you know just riding their coattails when it came to that stuff and learning and soaking up whatever i i could from them but we from day one once jason came on we treated it like a business. We sat down. How are we going to, what, what are we going to do? Like I, I, I mentioned how we started in the off season, but that was an intentional decision that we made for how we wanted our business to be. And we made those three pillars of, uh, entertaining, accurate and production quality, because at the time that you, in our opinion, it was very difficult to find a show that actually had all three. Uh, most, the, the big networks, those were good shows. I mean, like we often credit the, the CBS show for being a model. Like I love the guys on CBS. Mm -hmm. I, think they, I think they have a great product. It's not as good as the fantasy footballers, but it's, it's a very good product. Uh, and they're, really, they're good dudes over there. But aside from like ESPN and CBS, all the smaller shows none of them knew how to do audio they, they didn't bother to learn how to do it You're like it's it is actually painful for me to listen to this i mean when it, when it's in my ear pods the frequencies it hurts man like, you got to do something about this or you would have people that knew their stuff the audio was pretty good but it was just it's like people reading scientific formulas and you're going this is this is not consumable man i i'm trying to pay attention because you got good information but you are boring the crap out of me you know it's uh, like bueller bueller I mean, that type of stuff <laughs> and so we we made that like our business the, not the business model but a a motto for the business was we're going to have all three of these things from the beginning and so that leads to the production quality and that's that's where i was able to you know come in and kind of flex on them because they had no they don't know how to do audio but I was an audio engineer and that's right. Those flex, those audio muscles. Uh, so I already knew how to do everything. I didn't have to learn. Uh, but that was something that really set our show apart, especially at that time was the abundance, the, the lack of actual production quality while we're out there with, with rich dynamic tone. We're not compressing the crap out of our, our file and we're, we're compressing it, but 
I know how to compress it so that the file size is down without completely torturing your audio quality. Uh, but it is, it, you only have, I mean, to go cliche, you have one chance to make the first impression. People, people aren't going to fire up a podcast, hear the quality and go, man, this, this is rough. I'm going to check back in three months. I'm going to put a little note to myself to remind, I'm going to come back. I'm going to see how these guys are doing in three months. No, no one has ever said that in the history of podcasting. <laughs> so, I'll be the first. <laughs> there you go. So you got to be ready for a, for a new listener day one. And the, the here's a dirty secret. It's not hard. Jump on YouTube. How do I make good audio? Like it's, it isn't, it is not a difficult thing to learn how to do. You just have to invest a few hours of your time when it comes to cost. Yes. It's, it's more than a $20 microphone, but when we started, we were all on a hundred dollar microphone. And I know that that's, that is a lot of money for, for a lot of people. We just were like, we have to make this investment because we, we have a certain quality that we need to hit, but you know, I'm, I'm on, I'm on sh super schmancy, fancy, uh, uh, shore microphone. Now we were not on this for the first three years of our recordings. And you know, that was, and our production was something we, you would hear guys. I can't believe how your show sounds compared to, you know, whatever show X. So yes, learn your stuff, make the appropriate, uh, investments where you can. And even if you can't afford the 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 world's best microphone, there are ways there are ways to learn how to EQ things, uh, compression, you know, filters. There's there's a lot of stuff you can do on cheaper equipment that makes it sound good. What um what advice would you give to a newer podcast that is just learning how to format their show? Like, what do you think would be a good format for a newer show to get? you know, get audience, recurring audience in a very saturated market. So it, it is, it is, and maybe, the, maybe it the, doesn't matter. I, yeah. I mean, I'm, the, make this, uh, the first thing I would say is make the show that you want to hear. I mean, because that's when you'll, you'll give your best is going, this is something I want to listen to. Uh, and maybe that is, maybe that's the, the format of somebody you like. And that's honestly, that's where everything starts when you're doing any type of, of anything. I mean, art, music, you look at you, you look and you pretend to be whoever it is that you admire. And once, once you've done that enough and figure out who you are, then it starts to branch in. And that's when you stop impersonating other people and your voice starts to come out, but that's, it's just, it's a very natural thing for I mean, Like when you start learning the guitar, you learn other people's music. The, you're not, the first thing you're doing is not like writing your own masterpieces. You're learning how to play Metallica and or Sandman because you're like, this song is super awesome. And I want to know how to play like this. And eventually you learn, you play enough Metallica songs that you understand, oh, this is how they are doing it. Now I can take that and turn it into my own thing. So find the shows that you admire, see how they're doing it. I mean, make notes, like it, make notes yourself. I like this part of this show 
Uh, I think they could do without this segment and or however. I mean, we we run our show on a, a Google Doc, right? So everyone knows exactly when and where we are we're supposed to be talking about certain things. But that that would be where I would start. Yeah, and I think one of the things that you know everybody aspires to have this as a full time job, similar to you guys. But a lot of us, and and you'd mentioned you started it kind of as an idea, you know, something to do during lunch. But when you started getting that feeling of burnout, which, you know, I think happens to most of us, what were some of the things that kept you going? Uh, that <laughs> this has to work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we got to the point where is this, the, the amount of time and resources that we have invested into this, this has to work. And like, I, like I was saying of how we're all on the same part of our journey through life and just knowing what's at stake for everybody else of if this doesn't work, number one, that is lame because we're working in fantasy football. And this, if you play fantasy football, you've had the idea, man, what if I had a full-time job of fantasy football? That sounds really, really cool. Uh, so that, but just knowing the stakes that for, for my family and the other two guys' families, that if this doesn't work, everyone's back to square one trying to find an idea or we're going to target and saying, hey, do you have any, do you have a position available? <laughs> you know, at checkout or moving boxes. Like we, you were at that point of you have, you have to make it work or you got to find a, 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 a day job that, that can, that you can make enough money at. And, and then once, once you're in the day job, then it also, now you have put another thing, another, uh, not an impossible obstacle to overcome, but you have the obstacle of, I have a full-time job. I'm a full-time dad. Where do I fit in the stuff for the time for my dreams? So like I said, not impossible to overcome, but we were already in it. So it was, I think that that was able to drive us through the burn and the burnout is real. The burnout will happen. The burnout happens to everybody who does this. The, the marathon of the season is extremely taxing and by the end you are you're burnt out but then you um it's and another thing for us that helps us recover from the burnout is in season we are entertainers we're podcasters we talk about fantasy football we do all the rankings and stuff you are in uh you're in a long distance run you're in a marathon right once the season is over now we flip into what is our development cycle where we get to come up with cool ideas like the the draft kit or this year we launched the dynasty pass uh how what can, what can we build now so us having that time where we didn't just we're still putting out shows but you're not just wake i gotta wake up i gotta get into the studio because we have to put this show out as quick as possible it's things are a little more relaxed and now we're in a a far more creative mode of of what sounds fun to do right now what, what do we think can help the business so that helps the burnout because you it helps you regenerate and get excited as the as the season starts to approach again and then the cycle just continues yeah what and you, i i feel like brad we got to move on um okay. I, I feel like we're all sponges Never. here no go to brad's question <laughs> go to brad's question i, I want to well i had a question in game of the week for you i want to make sure we were respectful of your time here we're good um, we're good. Okay. What, Go what's Brad's, we'll do Brad's question. Then we'll You're move my on. kind of guy. You're my kind of guy. All right. So I was going to ask, um, what are you most proud of through, through this whole journey? 
Uh, ooh, I am. The thing I am most proud of is I never, th- I never it really in my life thought of myself as a an entrepreneur, a business owner. Uh, I was, I mean, one, I was going to be a musician, but so I mean, I was, I was just going to do odd jobs. I was always going to be working for somebody. That's just. And my, my brain was, didn't really allow me to, or not didn't allow me, but I just, I never had those thoughts of, you know, what, what would it be like to be a business owner? And so we now we're up to, let me, I got to get one, two, or, uh, we have five, I think five, I don't know. I might, might be forgetting someone, but we have five full-time employees that are not us and like, my company, this thing that I have built with, not just me, of course, but me, Andy, and Jason, this thing that we have built together now provides for five other people and their families. And our job is awesome. <laughs> like, our job is is great that we, we talk about fantasy football. It's ridiculous. But so going from never picturing that in my life to – I'm now res- I'm now responsible for providing for these people's families, which is like a, a a huge honor and a huge responsibility that I take extremely serious. So that that would be what I'm most proud of for the job. Well, since you since you've got time now, it's it's better to to ask this one. <laughs> the the biggest fight you've had among your coworkers was what? Then we'll move. I, on. I like to end, yeah, I like to end on something negative. It's the kind of guy <laughs> I am. Uh, the the honest truth is. Well, we'll get in little spits, but the the biggest fights we have ever had are fantasy football related. I love the it. Uh, like we had the, the only moment I can think of is we had one time on the show and we left it in. Um, I was giving advice to trade Trey Burton after he had kind of scored. Uh, he had had like a couple good weeks in a row on Chicago. I'm like, you got to bail out. This is like this is. I don't believe in that this is going to be moving forward. And so Andy Good was advice. Andy was pressing me on it. And then he said something about like, well, that feels like empty advice. And it's just like, I got mad because he was talking over me. And I just got to the point. I'm like, would you let me talk? <laughs> and, like, and, and it was, it, that's the only time that's ever happened on the show. And it like, it became Passion. super awkward, became super awkward. Uh, but that was it. Other than that, like we're all very aligned thankfully of where where and what we want the business to become that's awesome uh, i mean again it's it's definitely hearing somebody that that's been there and and it's kind of gone through what we're going through right now to try to build something uh it, it definitely is inspiring for us again i think we're all spongebob here trying to soak this thing up so uh appreciate you kind of giving your wisdom and you advice uh but we do have we talked about format we do have a format here that we try to be unique with so we're gonna have you go through the triple play uh, chamber here, if you will, and that oh, starts off a chamber. With, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know why I call it that. But the triple play something. I'm not good with with comparisons today. <laughs> triple play Fire Island. Ah, see, there we go. There we go. That's that's why you're it's here. Fireball John. Island. Thank you very much. You're, you're right. Okay. So we go with the question of the week first. Little take on me to get the mood right, get it set. Okay. I figured you're a take on me type of guy, right? Like likes the classics. You know it. You know it. All right. So 
Our question of the week is sponsored by Monkey Knife Fight. Make sure you use promo code Triple Play at checkout and you get your deposit up to $50 match when you become a new user and use that code. We are now an official affiliate to them, so we like to try to spread the word, you know, help pay the bills a little bit here. So if you're looking to win some cash, Brad and Eric help run our Monkey Knife Fight shows. You'll see once a week. Make sure you can win big. Our question of the week, which NFL player do you think has the highest alcohol tolerance in the league? So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so mike we gotta start with you you're the guest who do you think it is oh my goodness um now do you go with like it's got to be one of the guys in the trenches the big guy they got i mean you got all that that area for 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 the content to go or is there someone who's real small all right I, I, okay I've, i have my answer he's not in the is it okay if he's not in the nfl anymore We'll give Is you a pass. Allowable? We'll give you a pass for today. I've never seen somebody who can eat garbage. This is like his his nutritional uh, entire setup is garbage. And Chad Johnson eats only oh, McDonald's. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Somehow this man, and no shame. I've I've had periods in my life where I only ate McDonald's and things. Yeah. I didn't look like him. <laughs> I didn't look anything you, like you that. Seen, Go ahead. You've seen both the Olympics ate McDonald's in the Beijing Olympics. Maybe maybe they're on to something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe they are. But Chad Johnson, there's he's got a superhuman metabolism. So I think that that would also translate to he's got a superhuman liver that can just process everything. And he, he I mean, he probably can't even get drunk. Let's be honest. Yeah. I, can you imagine Chad Johnson drunk and going on Twitter? He might put out. He might. He might put out something about like getting a two point two GPA or something. It'll like probably that. be. It'll probably be exactly the same. It probably would be. Uh, <laughs> Doc, what about you? What's your answer? So mine was David Bakhtiari, and if you saw that video of him and Aaron yeah, Rodgers yeah, yeah. at a Bucks game where they do a, a chug off and they drink one, and then Rodgers is done, and Bakhtiari's just slamming <laughs> beer after. He's he drinks, five deep. Yeah, he yeah. drinks. He drinks like five beers in like four minutes. So until I see video evidence of somebody matching that, that's my answer. Johnny, what about you? I I didn't have one prepared, so I actually have to steal him from the sidebar. It's got to be Sebastian Janikowski. He looks like he rolls up with a six-pack and a pack of cigs and then kicks a field goal. And I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard a story where he was, like, drunk and disorderly, and he tried to, like, pay off the police officer, and he was getting in trouble for it. And he said, no, that's just how we do things in Poland. And he got away with it from his lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) He was trying to pay the fine up front was his claim. He was trying to pay the fine up front. (laughs) Oh, that's that's good. That's a story. Brad, what's yours? And I don't know if it's true or not. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go go off the board here. I'm going to go, like, somebody like uh, Zach Wilson. At a BYU, he's oh, not allowed to drink. He's probably oh, like a wild man. <laughs> what a pull! I mean, he might, is he even old enough to drink right now? I think so. I think he's he's probably like twenty eight. They all go on like mission. Yeah. Could be, could be. Well, Brandon Whedon style. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I mean, someone said in the comments, it has to be Gronk, right? Like. That's Gronk. No, because he just knows. pours the beer on his head. He doesn't drink it. Yeah. He yeah. Like, yeah. Pours it on his head. It gets on the floor and then he doesn't drink it. <laughs> well, actually, that's a good point, John. He's smart. Yeah, that, that's that's good. Uh, all right. Well, that was a good group of players. Let's go to the last segment of the night. 
And uh, let's get the mood started right here with uh. Oh. We're getting a little funky now. Getting a little. I'm glad getting... you have that as opposed to the other one. Oh, the uh. Oh, Brad. <laughs> it's too sexy. It's a, P- it's a PG show. <laughs> uh, so game of the week. We like to do a different game every single week. We'll do like a spelling bee. We'll do a Twitter followers guessing game. We do a bunch of different things here. Uh, I know you guys, it's spitballers. You guys do like a would you rather game uh, sometimes. So we we have a version we like to do called a little triple play this or that. And they're very unique questions. I hopefully at least one you've never been asked before. So Okay. So if it's triple play, it's this or that or that. Ooh. Oh damn it! <laughs> damn, that's a real eyes pro, keep man. Up, man. We're finding a, a new host. We're finding like, a new like host. what? Like what are you doing to me? Putting you in you a body nervous. bag, apparently. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I don't even deserve to wear this hat he's, anymore. He's he's ratioing you. Yeah, he is. He is. All right. Well, now I know to, to we'll do this for the future. It'll be three <laughs> options, but for now it's going to be the uh, the discounted two here. All right. So we got we got ten quick rapid fire questions for you, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, starting okay. with number one, Arizona Cardinals win a Super Bowl, or you score your dream guest for your podcast, whoever you want that to be. Super Bowl. Who would the dream guest be? Oh, who would the dream guest be? Yeah, Uh probably Fitz. Super really? Bowl winner Kyler Murray <laughs> after he wins. Oh man, no, no, Larry Fitz. He's our he's our white whale, man. I, yeah, he's he's the hometown hero, and we've never been able to get him on. But you've had Pat Mahomes, so you've already been the top of the mountain. So, uh, so that's good. Uh, next one. You can only bring back 190 snack. What is it? Bring one back? That's not a this or that question. Well, <laughs> you, know, would you ruin rather? the format, so now I'm going everywhere. I, I don't know. You'd have to give me a list of, like, I don't know what's gone. Uh, Scooby uh, Snacks, uh, Scooby-Doo uh, cereal, Pepsi Blue. Uh, what about we'll, we'll get we'll get Crystal Pepsi back in here? Oh, that's, that's a good one. That stuff I, was insane, and I people lost Crystal their minds Pepsi. for it. What about um, Dunkaroos? Had they not come back with they're back? Their choice. Dunkaroos are back. I said if they had not come back, I was never a big Dunkaroo guy. Fair. Uh, did Des catch it? No. Ooh, the rule was called appropriately. He did not catch it. All right. Get all your tattoos removed. Or you have to watch the Cardinals Super Bowl loss every day for the next 10 years. <laughs> uh, is it, do I have to watch the whole game? Yeah, watch the whole game every day. That's, a, that's, that's too long, that man. That, that, that's, a, that's three or four hours of my life. <laughs> um, but I mean, so I guess just for practicality, I have to remove all my tattoos. But And then I get to get, pick new ones. Oh, <laughs> there we so go. There's a bright side. Uh, all right. Would you rather be able to rewind or put your life on pause? Ooh. Rewind. Rewind. I, I, I like to pause things. So I'll get some naps in. <laughs> can, I, can I get a nap here? Uh, but rewind, man. If you could just like, oh, like those moments where you feel yourself saying something like, I should not be saying this. <laughs> if you could rewind, I mean, that'd be great. I mean, you'd be able to be even millionaire, billionaire, know all the lottery numbers too. So, yeah. I mean, uh, good answer with that one. All right. We're going to get a little bit more off the wall with these next couple here. Would you rather go a month wearing a cape or an eye patch? Oh, cape. Well, that was no hesitation. Well, what, Why? What? Be- <laughs> because capes are awesome, man. Like, it is, it's a travesty that they are not 
publicly acceptable. And in <laughs> fact, if someone's wearing a cape, they look weird and you judge them harshly, as I would probably judge somebody wearing a cape. But <laughs> but if you gotta go, if you gotta go with one, at least uh, I mean, at least look like a superhero. You guys should maybe do that for one show, just be the superhero <laughs> edition. Make it make it capes. acceptable. Make wearing capes acceptable. Normalize you, capes. I'm, I'm gonna start yeah. a movement. We're gonna start a movement starting on this show. Uh, would you rather fight like Mike Tyson or fight against Mike Tyson? I should say. Uh, I'd like or, to fight or, like Mike Tyson. <laughs> fight, <laughs> fight against Mike Tyson, or you have to talk like him for the rest of your life. Oh my gosh! I mean, <laughs> like. Because you know, if you're if you're fighting, and I assume for the the integrity of the question, this is peak era Mike Tyson. Yes. Although Mike yes. Tyson right now, it would still it's the question is just how bad am I hurt? Because I'm I'm not if I am forced to fight and I can't just run around or lay down, I'm hurt. I will be hurt real real bad. But I mean, I'm you can't talk like that. But, but you <laughs> might have to work. talk like. You might have to talk like him if you fought him, if he did enough damage. Yeah, they, uh, if he got enough of my teeth out or got me like, or got me in the throat. So I, I guess I'll fight him, and maybe, maybe, maybe I'll be able to get a punch in. I don't know. Oh, there yeah. you go. See, you're the first person we've asked that question that actually is said to fight him because they're they're too scared to just take it on. So I like it. You should you put take uh your, take your beating and get out of there. You should put in your LinkedIn profile that you have a lot of courage. I don't know if it's in there or not. <laughs> Realistically, it's just the one punch, and then yeah, that's oh, then, what I mean. You know, you're going to sleep. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, then I know you're you're a big Batman guy, right? Yeah, I like Batman. Would you rather keep Batman Beyond or Batman the Animated Series? Ooh, Batman Beyond or the Animated Series? Uh, I I love Batman very much, and. Uh, it doesn't matter. Either one of those can go. And I know that's, that's <laughs> oh damn! Like people are really into the animated series. When I was a kid, that was not my speed. That was not what I was I was into. So okay, who's who's the best Batman? Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah. my man, my man. That's, that's an easy one. one. George Clooney. Yeah. Uh, get off! Get off! Uh, get off! The <laughs> Last two. Would you rather have finger-sized nipples or nipple-sized fingers? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Finger-sized nipples. He asked. He asked uh, Matt Barry this, by the way. But he oh. had a loophole. He had, he had a loophole for it. So I was to see. If oh, that sounds it. like Barry. <laughs> um, I mean, I I guess you got to go. I'm going finger-sized nipples, and you just tape them down, right? Because they're nipples. They're they're real floppy. You know, I mean, but then they still. They'd still pop out in your shirt. Like if you had a tight shirt on, you'd see the outline of it. It would just be sticking out. Uh, a little bit, a little bit. But I like my fingers. They help. They help me. <laughs> That's fair enough. Uh, Matthew Barry did have the loophole. He said, "If they're nipples, aren't they flat against your body anyway? So it would just be in the shape of a finger, but you wouldn't be able to tell if you had a shirt on." Okay, That's the loophole, okay. I guess. But I mean, they 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 aren't flat. Barry's just telling on himself and his his super inverted nipples. <laughs> yeah, they are like little mountain tops. Uh, all right, last one. Do you pull your toilet paper from the bottom or the top? Do you pull it? 
So you know, like if you have a roll of toilet paper, do you pull it like that or do you go like that? Over or under? Yeah. Yeah, you you go over because I'm not a psychopath. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. (laughs) Wait a second. Under is the way to go. Under is the easy way. No, go look at the patent for toilet paper. It is it is there, man. It is over. It's like it's like throwing a baseball overhand is not a natural motion. Underhand is. You just go under and scoop it like that, rather than going over and pulling. I, I don't get think we're bringing baseball mechanics into this. It's much <laughs> yeah. easier to, to pull the toilet paper from the front than you because you one hand a rip. Go, going, from from under, going from underneath, you're oh bidets are bidet life, man. Look no, into but it. That's the real answer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, but bidet life is real. People, it's weird. Just embrace it because as soon as, as soon as you get a an anus that clean, yeah. you'll never you'll, nev- you'll <laughs> never you'll never normalize bidet. bidets and capes. Yes. <laughs> There, there we go. That's a good. That's a good T-shirt. <laughs> oh my god! Well, on that note, Mike, we were absolutely just had such a blast having you on the show, man. It was uh, it was a treat for us, and we really thank you for your time. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Uh, anything before we leave? Obviously, everybody knows the fancy footballers, but any other stuff you'd like to plug just for the people that are listening that you want to uh, let them know what's coming up? Uh, follow me on on socials at FF Hitman and the footballers. We do it. It's Dynasty Week. We're trying something out on the on the footballers. We are a very redraft uh, based show, but you know that we dabble into Dynasty from here uh, every once in a while. But this week is all Dynasty, so check that out. And we have a live stream tomorrow. I think it's at eleven Pacific, eleven a.m. Pacific. So if you want to uh, follow our socials, then you'll probably. See when we pop up. I don't know. But sometime tomorrow, I'll be the footballers will be live. Mike is a great follow. The fancy footballers are obviously great follows. Please make sure you're checking them out if for some weird reason you live under a rock and you haven't already. Uh, the rest of this week, we have what tomorrow we have the, the Schwab from Stump the Schwab. He's coming on and hanging out with us. And then Thursday, Demore Smith will be here. So we'll be live for that show. So make sure you check those out. Until then, we will catch you all later. We're going to make like a bread truck and haul buns. <laughs>